0: listening to the home of cool, irreverent and entertaining talk right here on LA Talk Radio. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host Lucia right here on LA Talk
1: Radio.
2: Welcome to the Art of Love. My name is Lucia. I'm your host and a dating and relationship expert. And I'm here to entertain, educate, and enlighten you about love, dating, and relationships. Take your live calls, answer your emails, and speak to authors of books which I find interesting. And as usual today, of course, I have another interesting author with another interesting book. (laughs) But before I get... To that part I want to let you know that um if you listen to my show on podcast if you download it as a podcast on podomatic.com um I want to thank you for listening because I'm actually as of today in the top 1% of all the podcasts on that site which is crazy because there are over 22,000 podcasts and I'm in like the top 200 and I'm moving on up <laughs> so at some point I'm going to uh have everyone go and listen to a podcast on a certain day, and if that happens, it's possible to get me to number one, just so I can say I did it, right? Just for the bragging rights. Okay, so again, thank you to all the listeners on uh, pod o So today we're going to talk about dogs and how actually they relate to dating and love and relationships, because you know, people always say that uh, men are dogs, which might be an insult to dogs, because... <laughs> You know, actually, dogs are loving and loyal and obedient, and uh, can we say that about men? Now I'm man-bashing, right? Okay, let me bring my author on. It's Mandy Pratt with Why Men Are Like Dogs and How We Can Love Them. Hey, Mandy. Hi, Lucia. Great to be here. Well, thank you so much for being here. So Mandy is, um, what I, can I call you a life coach? Absolutely. Okay, I just did. (laughs) So (laughs) Mandy has been coaching clients of all ages and backgrounds, personally and professionally, for more than 10 years, having coached over 10,000 hours. She works with both men and women on everything from overcoming depression, losing weight, finding love, starting their own business for their personal and financial goals. Of course, today we're going to talk about love. So how did you come to write this book about men and dogs?
0: I first have to thank my clients, it was my clients that inspired me to write this book. I wanted to get the message out there because in coaching, I found myself repeating the same lesson over and over and over to women from all over you know one of the things I appreciate about your background is that you know you've been all over the world and we're really so much the same mm-hmm. and you know, it was my clients that so I wanted to get this message out there, and when I came up with the idea of using the funny metaphor of men and dogs, I knew that it would be better received because, you know, people learn best from metaphors, and if we can splash some humor, i.e. comparing right. men to dogs, uh-huh. then it's going to definitely be better received that way.
2: Right, exactly. Um, and so then, all right, so ob- the obvious question is,
0: what do you mean that men are like dogs? Well, when I'm asked that, you know, Mandy, why did you write your book that? Why did you make it that title, especially from the men? Sometimes I get a funny look from the men when I tell them my title of the book. And I would like to first emphasize this book is very pro-male. And just like you were sharing in the beginning, you know, I love dogs. And dogs are like what you were saying. They're playful. They're lovable. They're protective. They're many of the qualities that we like our men to be. And, you know, when I was studying dog behavior, so when I wrote this book, I wanted to find out. You know, how, how really how similar are dogs to training a dog is to training a man and it was spooky the similarities between training a dog and to training a man um, one of the things that one of my favorite lessons that i talk about in my book is the first one let him chase me is that when you have a dog that's loose and it's running away from you one of the worst things that you can do that a dog trainer will tell you uh-huh. is to physically chase and run after that dog it'll yeah. just keep And so one of the best things that you can do is actually get the dog's attention first. So with the man, that means looking your best and presenting yourself and then to turn around and to run the other way. So giving men the opportunity to woo you, to court you, to, i.e., chase you.
2: Right. I totally agree. Now, uh, in every chapter of the book, you have the classy lady lesson. So what's your definition of a classy lady?
0: We are all classy ladies. A classy lady is a woman who respects herself. She honors her heart and her body and her mind and her time. She acts and talks and and dresses in a way that exudes confidence, and she would be repelled by any man who treated her less than what she was worth. And so you were telling me that you
2: actually got some flack for using the word classy lady in the book?
0: I have. I have. I actually received some uh, when I first came out with a book. I had uh, uh, a couple of um, feedback forms on my website of people going, you know, well, you know, what if we don't want to be classy ladies? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I thought, well, what else would you what else would you want to be? You know, it's uh, I take a lot of honor when someone calls me classy. I think it's one of the best compliments you could receive because it's to me, it's, it's the combination of being a beautiful woman who is also confident. Because anybody can be pretty. Anybody can go and and look good. But what's going on in the inside? And to me, classy is the combination of not only the external beauty of taking care of yourself, but also the internal beauty of of honoring your heart and your body.
2: Yeah, because if you think about it, you know, the opposite of classy is obviously trashy. Yes. Yeah, good point.
0: You're right. Who wants to be trashy? I don't know any woman who would want to be referred to as trashy.
2: Unfortunately, I think there's a few that would take pride in that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so.
2: Yeah. um, All right. So now you also said that it's a woman's fault for the way that men behave. And that is, i.e., like wild dogs. So, again, what do you mean by that?
0: Yes, I say, you know, first off, Lucia, I say it's women's fault, because I know that if I say that, I'm going to get a lot of ears to perk up. (laughs) And I'm going to get your I'm going to get your attention. Right? Yes. Wait a minute. Who is this woman saying it's our fault that men are acting like wild dogs? So I first say that to get your attention because I have great news. I have the, the news and the message I want to share to women is that we have so much more power and so much more ability to better influence the men in our lives, to treat us the way we want to be treated. And it's it's been my uh, perception and my being in the coaching world and witnessing what's going on in the media and our culture today that women are being hypnotized to believe the opposite. Mm-hmm. We're forgetting our power. We're forgetting yes. how much power that we really have to be able to better influence the men in our lives. We are teaching them how to treat us. So when I say it's our fault, I, I say that first to, gather, to get our attention, and secondly, so that we can wake up and change our ways, because we really are the ones that could be more in the power seat.
2: Um, you know, you're right. You remind me of a quote. I don't know who said it, but it was something similar to women have the power in a, of the species unless it's taken away by force or deceit.
0: Ooh, I like that quote, too. Yeah.
2: and It's it, very true. And right now it's being taken away by deceit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because yes. Cause the message men are giving is like, hey, you better sleep with me right away or I don't want you or I'm not going to be with you. And meanwhile, it's the opposite. It's like if they want you and you don't sleep with them right away, they'll stick around.
0: Yes, exactly. We've been lied to. That's, mm-hmm. that's the bottom line. We're constantly being being lied to in in our culture and our media. And the, the good news is it's, it's not true. And that's why, you know, I, I call it the classy lady revolution is so that we can all, if we all band together and yes. we remind ourselves <laughs> of the truth. I mean, the great thing about us women is we like to talk. So when we start yeah. talking and having the classy lady conversation, you know, then we're going to better influence each other. And then we're going to have men starting to treat us better.
2: Yeah, because if you think about it, it's like, OK, you know what? In the 50s and before men, all men, almost all men got married and they waited to have sex. It's like so it's not like men all of a sudden change It's that women
0: changed. Yes. Yes. I'm really glad you bring that up because, you know, I look back on, you know, I don't know about you, but I love watching those uh, old yes. dated black and white movies because they were so, the men picked their hats yes, and they opened they up the car up. doors <laughs> and, you know, stood up when you, when you just had to go to the restroom I at, know, a, at a restaurant. I love <laughs> Yes, yes. And I would say the biggest difference between men back then who, you know, they were gentlemen compared to so many men acting like wild dogs today is is fear. You know, they knew better. They knew that if they did not behave in a certain way, they were going to sleep alone. And I don't know any man who wants to sleep alone. And they were also socially rejected if they had not found a mate, found a lovely lady to have on his arm. Or if today, it's the opposite. Right.
2: Yeah, it's almost like, all right, you know, he's a stud. He's not married. He's dating six women at a time.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, reality TV shows with, you know, half naked women in a hot tub, all vying for one man's attention. You know, this, this is the message that we're sending them. It's, it's like getting a new puppy dog and saying it's okay to do its business on the carpet. Well, then it's going to keep doing it.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, and speaking of the standing up uh, when the lady uh, was going to the restroom, I was actually dating a guy and um, he's like, well, I'm going to, if we're at a restaurant, I'm going to stand up when you stand up to go to the restroom. I'm like, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, I see what, what a great, what a great opportunity to let him, um, you know, have the opportunity to be a gentleman. And it's, it's unfortunate, but it's outside our comfort zone to let a man open the door for us. Or like you said, don't you dare. That's be, you know, that would make a scene, right? You'll be the only man in the restaurant that stands well, up.
2: All the, all the other men would look and be like, what the hell is he doing? You know, sit down. You're making us look bad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But we have a revolution, Lucia. Then we can get
0: them to all join a board.
2: I know. And the other thing, but one thing I did teach him, which I think most guys don't know, and here's a lesson for everyone, it's like, okay, if you're putting a lady into a taxi and you're also getting in, in with her, you you put her in first, and then you walk around to the other side. You don't make her slide over. Yes, yes. Right, and most guys, you know, because I've never seen that. You know, I, I trained him to do that, but most guys don't do that. It's like, move over. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, and you know, I I bet the men listening if they didn't know that before and they're in a relationship or they're they're wooing a woman that they're really into, the, the thing that I love about men is when we teach them how to treat us and they want us to be happy. They they love us when we're smiling and happy. They don't like it when we're when we're mean or angry or sad. And so when we give them these cues on how to treat us, they do it. Yes, if they want to be happy, right, if they care.
2: And, you know, um, I just realized just actually a couple of days ago, you know, because I, I had always heard. And of course, we all know by now, oh, men want to make women happy. Men want to make women happy. And I was like, well, that seems a bit odd. You know, it's like, what is in it for them? And then I was talking to someone. and He's like, well, if you're happy, then I feel like I made you happy. And so then I feel important. Yes,
1: they take credit. Let's let them
2: have it. We can have them have it. That's fine. I knew there was a self-serving reason why men are happy when women are happy. I knew it. I knew it wasn't a selfless reason. Yes,
0: yes. You know what? And hey, I'll take it. How about you? Exactly, exactly. Whatever works.
2: Um, Before I forget, um, going back to the dog training, so did you actually work with dog trainers to, to do your studies?
0: I interviewed a couple of dog trainers, where I really got the the meat of my study uh, is I recorded several dog training reality shows, oh. and I watched hours of them, and it cracked me up how similar the dog trainer's advice was to my coaching advice to the female clients I was coaching on improving their relationships with men. <laughs> and so, so I knew I, I knew I had a winning metaphor. To, to use this book, and, and yes, yeah, so I, I did a lot of, most of my research through watching these dog training shows.
2: Did you, are you talking about the dog whisperer?
0: That was one of them, and then the other one um, that was, was quite brilliant was uh, It's Me or the Dog.
2: Oh, I, I never seen that one.
0: Yeah, it's uh, Victoria Stilwell, and she's got a beautiful British accent, and she had some, just some great points, and I thought some of the things that she said, you could just replace dog with man, <laughs> and it would work.
2: <laughs> um yeah, I haven't seen that one, but, yeah, I always watch the dog whisper, even though I don't have a dog, and, um, yeah, I find it interesting that he says that you need to be, well, the dog, and also you need to be calm, calm and assertive.
0: Yes, yes, yes. and it, it really is about, you know, because men, men are also, you know, we women are known for being intuitive. Well, men also have instincts, and men can feel it when we're when we're anxious or when we're desperate or when we're we're not happy. They they sense it. They they know. And so that's why it's so important for us women today to you know better take care of ourselves. You know we're we're really good at now being independent and and having careers and being amb- ambitious. And one of the things that I find that women struggle with more today than they did before was simple self care rituals, Mm. on being able to relax. I mean, so many women today, we forgot how to relax. We forgot the importance of, let's say, taking a nice, you know, bubble bath before a date. You know, women back in the you know fifties, you know, the thirties, forties and fifties, before they went out on a date, it was a production to get ready before that date. <laughs> they they were not uh-huh. uh, at uh-huh. work acting like men and then immediately rushing through traffic to right. meet the man on a date. Right. No, no, no. They were spending hours relaxing, bubble bath, playing music, usually usually getting ready with a sister or a girlfriend, really being in that wonderful feminine spirit before the date. So they they showed up completely Completely differently.
2: Yes, which is why women hate to be asked out at the last minute because we actually need those several hours to get ourselves ready mentally and emotionally, and physically.
0: Yes, 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 and that's a good point for a uh, message for men is you know you really care about her and you want to woo her. Give her some time. Give her a heads up. Give her that notice because yes. you're gonna you're gonna benefit from it. Exactly. She's gonna have more to offer you.
2: Exactly. Um, okay. So let's uh, go over some of the classy lessons. So you said action, not words. What do you mean by that?
0: Actually, not words. I don't know if you've ever met a man that loves it when we want to have a lengthy, emotional conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, Lucia, but anytime I've had a lengthy, emotional conversation with a man, it never went the way that I really mm. wanted it to go. And what I've learned with, about men is men are so simple. It's wonderful. When, once we get this and own it, men are so simple. They don't respond too lengthy conversations. And I use the same metaphor comparing men with dogs. If you think about it, common sense, if you get a new puppy and it starts doing its business on the carpet, are you going to actually sit down with a cappuccino and talk to the dog about how much you love your carpet? You you know, that's not going to work. Uh And no, you immediately change the behavior of the dog by putting the dog outside and letting the dog know immediate pain. You don't do your business on the carpet. I take you outside and then eventually the dog gets it. Well, men are the same way in that. So many women today, we love to talk, we're communicators, Mm -hmm. and one of the mistakes that I've experienced in my own dating life as well as witnessed in my my clients and my friends is that we tend to over-talk, and it can hurt us when we really want to get a great message across to the man Mm -hmm. that we're dating or seeing. And what I found is that works better with men is behavior, is action, just like in training a dog, Uh, you know absence. You're giving that man the space. So making the request. If, if the man, for example, we talk about wanting notice and going out on a date, or rather going into a long story about how, you know, Bob used to give you such short notice and how that made you feel and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Instead, say, you know what, I need you to give me 48 hours before you ask me out and bottom line it very short. And when he doesn't follow through with it, you teach him by silence, by your absence. You don't teach him by lengthy emotional conversations. He's not going to respond that way. You may feel better in the moment because right. it always feels good to vent. Yes. You know, you may feel better <laughs> in that moment to vent and to point your finger and to be upset. But in the long run, it only hurts you in your relationship because he's not going to be responsive of venting. So less
2: venting, more acting
0: more acting behavior, bottom line, your request, think about what do I really want and make it like a game. Okay. What do I want him to change? Or what's the, what's the behavior that I'd like to see differently? And how can I put this in one sentence or less? Mm. And then once you communicate that, follow it up by your behavior if he doesn't follow through give him the pain of your absence because then he'll miss you and he'll realize oh if i want to ask her out if i want to go out with this woman i have to give her 48 hour notice
2: okay so let's look at some other examples Um, and so what would a person do in this situation so let's say a guy is always late what would be the action and not the words
0: well first off you definitely want to have a conversation but again you want to be logical not emotional about it. Men respond better when we come across more logical. Mm-hmm. So if a man is habitually late on a date, I would first sit down and have a conversation say this this doesn't work for me. I you know I don't feel respected. I need you to be on time for our next date. And so the request first needs to be clear. Mm-hmm. So passive-aggressive behavior, that doesn't work. So we make the request, to make it clear, and we let them know up front that there will be consequences. If you're late next time, I'm, I'm not going to go out on another date. There needs to be very specific consequences mm-hmm. and for him to know. And what we women need to get better at is to follow through on those consequences. Yes, absolutely. Um, so let's say, so. then let's
2: say he was coming over to hang out at your place, and he's late. So what do you do? You open the door, you're like, sorry, you're late, get out
0: of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, every every situation's different. It depends on the man's pins or the woman. But what I would say is a general rule, if if she's ever, if if she's already had the conversation, if you've already had the conversation before and he's late, then I'd probably go out. Mm. I'd let him know, you know what, you're late, I'm sorry, I'm gonna miss you tonight, but I'm gonna go catch a movie with my sister. Or I've already made plans. Right. Exactly. You know, there there see the thing is is so many women today are afraid to give pain. Yes. And, you know, I've learned this as a coach that the best way that we learn sometimes in changing behavior mm-hmm. is we have to have a little bit of that pain. And today, men, there's no consequences. It's free casual sex. This is a hookup culture that there's no consequences. No wonder they're not asking us to to get married. No wonder there's not as much of that long-term commitment. There needs to be a little bit of that pain. And the good news is we can do it still in a very classy way. We don't need to be mean. We don't need to be rude. We don't need to be passive aggressive. We could still do it and be very classy.
2: And that just reminded me of another quote. Yes, I'm into quotes. Um, I love quotes. Yes, it some, goes something like this: It goes, you uh, you bind someone to you a lot more deeply through pain rather than through uh, being nice. Mm. I'm just paraphrasing. That didn't sound very good, but yeah, by causing yeah. them pain rather than by being sweet. Yes, <laughs> which is the opposite yeah. of when, when when think they're like, oh, well, I'll just be nice and sweet, and then he'll behave. It's like, no, no, no,
0: cause him pain. <laughs> Yes yes, you know, and and it's 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 the healthy it's the healthy yeah, kind of pain. Obviously. It's it's the it's the boundary pain and you know, we, we still can smile and be sweet and, and have that personality, but it's it's again it goes back to it's not about your words, it's it's all about behavior.
2: Absolutely. Okay. So then uh, next scenario would be let's say um a guy continually says he's gonna call and then he doesn't follow through.
0: He, he's, he says that he's going to call oh. and he doesn't follow through. Yeah. Again, it's, it's the same response. If that's a pattern and you're dating him and you're in a serious relationship, if you're in a serious relationship and he's, he's not keeping his word, then I would have a conversation. And again, I would have it be, if he doesn't follow through on that, he's going to have the pain of your absence. Mm-hmm. Your absence is one of the best uh, leverages you have. Mm. Because again, words aren't enough. You know, I read um, an interview years ago with Dolly Parton, and um, the interviewer asked, you know, how did she, you know, what's her secret to a happy marriage after all these years, you know, being in the limelight? And she said in her sweet Dolly Parton voice, you know, well, whenever my husband gets a little bit complacent of me, I just simply pack my bags, i leave for the weekend with the girls, and I come back and he missed me. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, having that having just a little bit of that absence really can teach him. Now, just like that book, he, he's he's not that into you. If if he doesn't come back after you, after you give him that absence, then then let him go. There's another man that won't do that to you.
2: Right. Exactly. OK. And then what about one more scenario? What about a guy who continuously talks about other women, how gorgeous they are? He met this woman. He met that woman. And you don't want to hear it. So what, what do you what do you do?
0: Oh well, again, I would first (laughs) make the verbal verbal request. I mean, my first response is find a new guy. You know, there's men that won't do that. Uh, but if you're really into this guy, if you really like this guy, then I would say again, I first make first make the request. Here's here's all men need to hear because again, like we talked about, men want us to be happy. If he's into you, if he likes you, if he cares about you, he wants you to be happy. So if you say when you talk so much about other women and how beautiful they are and how you'd like this one and that one, it makes me unhappy. Mm. Boom, you 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 just you hit a nerve. And the next time he does it, if he does it again, and you're really into him, you give him that absence.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what? I requested that you wouldn't do this again. I'm, I'm I need to be alone now. And and see and see how he responds. If the behavior doesn't change, then there, there's definitely a man that won't do that that you can find.
2: Right. Absolutely. Okay. So moving on to another classy lesson. So you already mentioned about the absence grows love. Um you also said okay direct commands no drama no discussion
0: yes Yes. Uh, I actually learned this from when I, when I speak about my clients in my book, of course, I changed their name, you know, to protect their privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I got this lesson from one of my clients because she was having, um, it seemed about every 10 to 12 days she was getting into an argument with her husband. And the way she described it to me is, again, she would go into the emotional, lengthy conversations with him uh, about how he would either hurt her feelings or did something that made her upset. And we decided to test out the direct commands of making the her request instead of waiting until she got emotional. That right when he did something that upset her, for her to communicate it immediately. One of the things that we women have also been taught is to repress it. Right. When we need to speak up right then in the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had an opportunity. I, I I call her Sarah in the book that she had an opportunity to talk to her husband. He, They had a big birthday party over at his house, and he invited about six, seven of his guy friends over the next day for, for football. And we women know that, okay, if we're not ready for a, another gathering the next day, we, we may not be too happy about uh, being a host again. Uh-huh. And she pulled him aside at, at his birthday party and said, you know what, when you did this, it really makes me unhappy because I wasn't planning on, on hosting um, all your friends. And she made that that simple request and so he changed it to be at another friend's house and that was it there was no emotional drama there was no more passive aggressive behavior and so she learned that oh men really are that simple i just need to make that simple and direct request mm. i i
2: think what's difficult is getting what you want succinctly, succinctly <laughs> into one <Yeah>. sentence <laughs>
0: It, you know, it's like a game. You know, I, I look at it like a game because I know it's so much easier said than done. And this is where, you know, I, I share with my, my clients, you know, vent to your girlfriends. We love to vent. In fact, it's been proven, you may already know this, that mm. uh, when we talk about our problems, we actually uh, create endorphins when we in, when we vent. Mm. That's like we love to talk, talk,
1: talk, yes. talk, talk yes
0: but men are the opposite men actually get depressed when they talk about their problems that's why they want to just go shoot some hoops or go play poker and and not focus on the problem because if they if they talk about the problem they they get depressed. It's it's a completely different way of handling stress and handling problems and challenges. And so, for us women, if we vent to our girlfriends and then we make it like a game with our with our man, and we think, okay, how can I communicate to him in the most logical, concise way mm. th- this request? We're going to get so much more of what we want.
2: Right. Totally agreed. Um, next one is feeding him is loving him.
0: Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, this, this one, Lucia. This was, uh, you know, I I share a little bit about it in the in the book how you know I've always I've never been a fan of cooking. You know, I've I grew up when we well, we we we'd go out to dinner a lot, and I just you know, Mandy in the kitchen, it just never seemed to flow. Mm-hmm. And I started to ask the men in my life, and started to interview men. Uh, about that cliche that a way to a man's heart is through his stomach. I'm sure you've heard that. Of course. Yeah. And I started doing some research. And when it comes to dogs, the the owner of, of the dog the dog is going to bond with whoever feeds the dog wow. and so like in the dog training show it's near the dog it's usually uh, a couple where the dog is more attached to one of the owners and one of her advice is for the one that you know if the husband's not let's say attached to the dog she has the husband start feeding the dog so then the dog's going to start bonding with the husband and then i started doing my own research and said, i wonder how true it is for men, mm-hmm. that how important it is for us to, to feed them. And I was, I was really surprised to uh, learn how important it is for a man to be fed by his woman and how, how good he feels. Yeah. So many men have said, you know, when she feeds me, I feel like she really cares about me and single men that want to get married and want to start a family, they also look at that as a positive trait in the future mother of their children. It's like, okay, if she can't cook, how is she going to be uh, healthy in the pregnancy? How is she going to nurture herself? How is she going to, you know, feed our children? Mm. And so they think about this and women today, we, you know, it hasn't necessarily been a focus because, you know, we can go out to eat we're independent and, um, but the truth is we can do wonders with the men in our lives if we just learn a few simple meals in the kitchen mm-hmm. and what that does for them. They really feel cared for and nurtured. It's a great gift that we can give the men in our lives.
1: Wow.
2: And it doesn't always have to be something that we cook as long as we just like put something together and feed them rather than have them take us take us out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and you can mix it up, you know, and he can cook sometimes too, and you know, uh, I'm a big fan of you know have, having the teamwork. If you cook, he does the dishes, or if he cooks, you do the dishes. And right, right. It's 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 more about you know today learning learning some of the old school ways that really did work and how to take care of a man. And men love food, mm-hmm. and a great way is to learn some of his favorite meals. He's gonna feel loved. You know, if your favorite flowers are are tulips Mm -hmm. and he brings them home, you know, every now and then and surprise you, you're going to feel loved and cared for. You know, if his favorite meal is lasagna and you make it for him every now and then, he's going to feel loved and cared for. It's that simple.
2: Or you buy it and heat it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or you buy it and heat it up. You can cheat, Lucia. It's all about feeding them. You don't exactly. have to be a perfect chef. <laughs> I, I am not
2: making lasagna, sorry, even though I'm Italian. <laughs> okay, uh, the next one is keep the mystery.
0: Yes. How do we yes. do that? This is so important to be reminded of because, you know, with, all these reality shows today Mm -hmm. and with pretty much everyone on Facebook and Twittering what they're about, it just seems that very little is sacred anymore in our culture. And it's so important to keep things sacred. And one of the things that I've interviewed and, and learned from men is men find it very attractive when we women have our self-care rituals when we take care of ourselves, and we do some of the things that men don't do that they really don't understand. And what I found interesting is that women tend to do these self-care rituals simple things like going out and dancing with your girlfriends or getting manicures and pedicures and, and, you know, bubble baths in the middle of the day when we're single,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: but they tend to, they, they tend to drop them when they get into a relationship. And it's one of the worst things that you can do for a relationship because just like, you know, I don't know what woman would want an unemployed man. You know, we want a man that, that, that has a job, that has a career, that has a mission. Well, men love it when women already have in place, self-care rituals of better taking care of themselves and that provides more of that that mystery to men of wow you know why does she want to go you know, spend three hours with girlfriends going shopping in the man I don't understand that right, right. but they're they appreciate it they're attracted to it it intrigues them and so it's important that we continue those rituals uh, when we are in a relationship right
2: like when they hear that it took us two hours to get ready they're like what the hell did she do for two hours
0: Exactly. Exactly. Again, men want us to be happy. They want a happy lady on their hand, on their on their arm and how do we how do we make sure that we're happy? We got to take care of ourselves.
2: Okay. And then another classy lesson is giving him warmth. What does that mean besides giving him a coat?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like how you say that. <laughs> Give, giving him warmth is uh so many women today are um are are taught to act like men. And in order to be successful and have more of an edge to them than they did before. You know, again, we go back to those those old, wonderful black-and-white dated movies, and the women were women. Mm-hmm. They, they they smiled. And they had a warmth and a nurturing about them. And men find that so attractive. Men don't want to date another man. Mm-hmm. They want to date a woman. And so part of that, that warmth is um, being vulnerable and uh and being loving you know a great example of this one of my favorite movies uh have you ever seen the movie the family man with nicholas cage
2: no not yet
0: oh put that down on your on your on your movie okay. list okay. it's a great example of the power a woman can have uh is giving a man warmth i'll just give you the, the cliff notes version okay. of what the movie is about um, nicholas cage plays a man that is extremely successful you know, lives in New York City, the most masculine city on the planet, has gorgeous women giving him, you know, no strings attached uh, sex and relationships, uh, a fast car. I mean, everything you'd think a man would want as far as lifestyle, success, power, and fame. And he gets a glimpse. Kind of like a you know a, a, it is a Christmas movie. He gets a glimpse of what it would be like to be married to his his college sweetheart. Mm. and what happens in the movie is you you witness what the warmth of a woman who can capture your heart can do to a man, and um, I won't give away the ending, but I will tell you that uh, it, it's more powerful than any amount of of money and success. And how do, we, how do we do that? We do that by, by being ladies and not trying to be the man in the relationship and by being vulnerable and letting him lead.
2: What does is, what is, uh, being vulnerable look like? Because I think a lot of women don't know how to do that.
0: Yes. Being vulnerable means being honest being honest about, um, what it is that you're looking for? What is it that you want? You know, I I coach, uh, several single women on dating and one of my very first questions I ask them if they, if they're telling me and they're gushing about a new guy that they met and they're so excited about him. One of the first questions I ask uh, her is what does he want? Have you asked him what he wants? Mm. What's he looking for? Mm. And you know, it's been proven over and over again. You, people tell you who they are when they first meet you. Yes. And um, you know, being vulnerable, what that can look like in the beginning, is saying, you know what, I want whatever woman wants. I want to be swept off my feet. And so if you meet a man and you're going out on the first date and you ask him what he wants and he says, Oh, I'm just I mean, I'm just having fun You know, uh-huh. I would I would turn around the other way. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not looking for anything serious. He's, he's probably being open and honest with you. And so you don't need to say, oh, my gosh, I want to get married in six months and I want to start having babies in 12. <laughs> you don't need to swing the pendulum. But what you can say is, you know, I'm looking for what every woman wants. I want to be swept off my feet. And either he's going to be attracted to that because he's looking for the same thing. He's looking for a real woman, which most men are. Or he's not ready and you're going to pass early. Right. And so... Being vulnerable is being honest. Being being vulnerable is letting him know when you when you hurt his feelings, when you when he hurts your feelings, letting him know that you don't feel respected when he's late, letting him know that again, not having to go into an emotional conversation or not going the passive aggressive amount uh, route, but instead being very direct and clear with your request of what you need as far as your emotions.
2: All right. Well, thank you for that wonderful explanation. Um, So then moving on to the uh, relaxed and happy chapter. Yes, (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Relaxed and happy. Um, To quote, you said, uh, ladies, the best gift you can give your man is to focus on what you need to do consistently, on what you need to do consistently increase the level. Okay, you know what? (laughs) For some reason, you know what I mean? I'm not reading reading this. Yes. (laughs) Anyways, the the woman needs to focus on herself. (laughs)
0: Yes, to be consistently being relaxed and happy, you know what was interesting with she had in the, in talking to men is I kept asking them um, you know what do you find most attractive in women and happy just kept coming up and then relaxed you know and notice with the, the dog whisper calm and assertive, yes, you know calm, but mm-hmm. calm men are so attracted to women who are relaxed and happy, and if you are, you know, if you're in a career that has that's stressful, that has a lot of demands, that's going to wear on you, and that's going to affect your relationship. And that's why it's so important. You know, it sounds like a luxury, but in today's age, I say, mm. you know, getting massages, getting facials, doing things, anything that will relax you, um, taking a break and reading a good book, you know, for 20, 30 minutes here and there, anything that will relax your mind, relax your body. You're gonna, you're gonna be. So much more attractive to your man. It can, be, it can make more of a difference if you wear the same dress that he's seen a half a dozen times. But if you took, let's say, a nap that day because you didn't get a good night's rest, you're going to be so much more attractive to him than if you wash to the mall or your favorite store and you spend a couple hundred bucks and you go through that stress and you, you look physically great in your new dress, but you're stressed out and right. you're tired. It is almost impossible to be sexy and attractive when we're tired, and that's why it's so important to take care of ourselves.
2: Yeah, the most attractive thing you can wear is your attitude.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly, exactly. Men love a, a smiling, laughing, happy woman.
2: Yeah, who doesn't? Um, okay, yeah. moving along quickly because we only have 10 minutes. So I want to make sure I get all the key points in. <laughs> uh, it's oh, a, this has
0: been fun. Yeah, Thank you.
2: such a great book. Uh, again, Why Men Are Like Dogs. And, of course, the website is whymenarelikedogs.com. Um, you said to keep him leash free. So what does that look like?
0: Oh, this is so important. I'm glad you bring this one up. Is Keep him leash free. Men want and love freedom. Freedom, freedom, freedom. We women, we love security. That's why when we're, we're little girls, we fantasize about getting married and commitment. We love it. And so, since men love freedom, it's so important that we're in a relationship with the man that we let him lead and we let him be the man. And being leash-free, what does that look like today? Well, if he's going to go out and be with the guys, let's say he's got poker night or if he's got um, you know something that he's doing with his buddies or his family, is to not constantly, let's say, text him. You know, what are you doing? How are you doing? And constantly not giving him that space that he needs when he's away from you. Give him, again, going back to absence. You know, leash free is a lot about giving him that space, Mm -hmm. you know, not constantly texting, not um, emailing him all the time, giving him that space where he knows he's free and he's fortunate to be with you. And because you are a classy lady and you know it, he's not going to want to mess that up. So of course, he's going to treat you with respect. And of course, he's going to be there for you. And so it's having faith and trust in him that he is going to be your man. He's not going anywhere. And to give him the space when he needs to go out.
2: Right. And if he is going to go somewhere and do something, I mean, the truth always comes out eventually anyways.
0: Exactly. That's exactly it. Good point.
2: Yeah. So no need to stress. Um, <laughs> okay. So let's talk about sex briefly. Yeah. Uh, so why is casual sex so harmful to women?
0: Uh, well, you know, first off, there's no such thing as casual sex for women. Right. You know, sex is 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 not casual for women. It sex is so different for women than it is for men. Uh, it's been scientifically proven that there is a bonding chemical that is released in our brain called oxytocin when we have sex with a man. Yeah, you know, my sisters and I—we used to joke. We used to call it the Guga Gaga juice. That we could, we, we could we could like a guy. You know, we could be dating him. We could take him or leave him. But right. if we sleep with him, we Uh-oh. know we're going to have the Guga Gaga juice. We're going to be Guga Gaga about him. And you know, that's our, our our funny way of basically talking about this this um, powerful. Oxytocin is a very powerful know, chemical. It's the same chemical that's released in women when we um, have children. And this is a good thing. This is Mother Nature's way of keeping us with. The same man, otherwise we'd be like men mm-hmm. and that would just be chaos. Yeah. So this is a, a beautiful uh, a beautiful thing that's been given by Mother Nature. It's just important for us to understand the wisdom behind it. When we sleep with men, it affects us emotionally, whether we like it or not, no no matter how independent we are, no matter how much money we have in the bank, no matter what size, uh, you know, pants that we can wear, no matter what we do to ourselves physically. Casual sex, there's nothing casual about sex for women. It's very harmful for our hearts, and it's just so worth it to wait. It's just so worth it to wait.
2: Yeah, because you said a great thing, which was that uh, men who are not willing to get to know a woman in the beginning will never be willing to commit later in a relationship.
0: Absolutely. You're, you're passing early. You're passing early on pain.
2: Yeah. Yeah. if he's not willing to wait, um, you know, if he's not willing to get to know you and wait for the sex, then what makes you think he's going to want to get to know you if you have sex right away? Yeah. He,
0: he's not. He's not. He, he's not. You're, you're, you are... You are getting that much closer to meeting the type of man that you want to you wanna be with. And um, to say something to the women out there that really just love sex, you know, I've coached um, several clients of women that go, man, you're telling me to wait. What if I don't want to wait? I like to have sex just as much as a man does. And I've talked to some of those women, and, and what I share with them is this truth is that married women, it's been proven, married women and women that are in committed relationships have far better and more sex than single women. And so not only is it worth it to wait emotionally for your heart, hey, you're going to have much better sex once you meet your man and more of it.
2: Yeah, it's just a matter of uh, foregoing the short-term satisfaction and waiting for the long-term gain.
0: You know what, Lucia, that's so much of, of what I learned in you know, studying men, is is that what you just said right there? Which pain do you want to feel? Do you want to feel the short-term pain of biting your tongue and not emotionally venting to your guy or the long-term pain of possibly ruining your relationship and losing this wonderful man? It's which pain do you want to feel? It's like, oh, it's it's painful sometimes not to vent to your guy because it feels good in that moment to vent. And it, it feels good to have that night of passion. But which pain do you want to feel? Do you want to feel the pain of, oh, I'm going to hold out, and this isn't fun. It's a little bit painful for the long-term pleasure of having a committed relationship.
2: Exactly. Um, so you use the term wild dog several times in the book. Do you think that a wild yes. dog can change his ways and become a good boy?
0: Yes, here's 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 what I've discovered. Yes, they can, and um, I hesitate sometimes with you to say that to women because uh-huh. don't we love to change men or think that of we course. can? <laughs> it's like oh, a project. Yes. So. I hesitate to say that yes, a wild dog can change, because the truth is, I I want I want life to be his teacher, not mm, you. Right. And so if he if he is a wild dog, let life be his teacher. Let life beat him up and True. have him change his ways. True. And you know when he's ready, he won't be a wild dog. He's going to step up. and He's going to want to claim you to be his lady. Um, one one example of a of a wild dog turning to be a good boy is um Warren Beatty. You know, mm. he was very much a wild dog, and you know what a classy lady did he meet? Right. And that Benny. But right. like he, if you watch his interviews, listen to his interviews, are really fascinating. With their marriage, is he said he knew. He he said that he knew if he continued along his ways, he would lose this wonderful woman that he fell in love with. Mm. And so he knew he had the pain. I'm either gonna be able to be with this woman and have a wonderful life, or I gotta keep my ways of being a wild dog.
2: Right. Good. He finally changed. And finally, yeah. finally, the last question. So for the women listening who there are, they are tired of dating the wild dogs, what do you think is the first thing that they should do?
0: Oh, first thing is take inventory. So the first, I would say um, three quick things. Mm-hmm. First thing, look at yourself, look at your life. Great thing about being single, we have more time. Yes. So do you need to get into shape? Do you need to focus on your health do you need to be like me and and put some time in the kitchen and learn how to cook a few meals do you are you in debt do you need to work on your financial health so I'd say the first tip is to focus on you and what you need to do to better be uh, to be more attractive to the type of man that you want to end up with Uh, the second thing is is I would say is to increase your relationship IQ the more you learn about yourself as a woman the more you learn about men Um, listen to podcast shows like yours every Sunday the more the we increase our relationship IQ, the better we are going to be at communicating when we finally meet that that lucky guy. And then uh, the third tip I have would be your environment. So if you have the first two things down and you're still not meeting him, I would say change your environment. Look at where you're going. Who are you rubbing elbows with on a consistent basis? You know, I had a client who lived in a bad part of um, um, Philadelphia, and she worked really hard on trying to find her ideal man. Well, you know what? We ended up just having her move Wow she moved she moved from philly to New York City. She worked on herself, she was gorgeous, financially stable she had great catch of a woman um read so many books on relationships, been to seminars, and when she went to New York City, she was like, this is so refreshing. I can finally meet the type of man that I, w- I want to be with. So part of it, too, is your environment. If you if you have the first two down, I would look at, you know, where are you living and, and who are you spending your time with? That's so important. I believe less of us would be online dating. You know, there's nothing wrong with online dating. I've had several clients meet people that way. Uh, and I know that we would speed up the process and, and have a lot more. Fun fun than sitting home in your pjs online <laughs> it's just going out and being with the type of caliber of people that you want to end up with
2: wonderful well mandy it's been great i'm sure we've all learned a lot um so your website is why men are like dogs.com and what goes on in that website because i see there's a lot going on there
0: yes yes uh check it out i've got my blog i've got uh, my uh, the classy lady conversation newsletter and i'd love to hear from you
2: and you also have the book available on CD, which is always good. If someone's busy and they don't want to read and sit down and read, they can just listen to it.
0: Yes, with, with iPods and smartphones today, it's nice to have that audio and be able to multitask, you bet.
2: I know. Who has time to sit down and read anymore? <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: So that's great. Well, um, well, thank you so much for being on. It was, it was great. Oh, it was I had fun. a blast, Lucia. Thank you again for inviting me. Oh, my pleasure. Okay, take care. Take care. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, there she goes. That's Mandy Pratt. That's a nice, nice, easy name to remember, Mandy Pratt. Why men are like dogs and how we can love them. Um, So I am going to get out of here, of course, also, but uh, not before I remind you that, of course, I have a website, theartoflove.net, where you can sign up for my free weekly newsletter and look at some videos and read my previous columns. I have a weekly column and all kinds of other things going on there. It's updated regularly, so check it out. Of course, I have my book, Lucia's Lessons of Love, at lessonsoflove.net, and actually that's getting revamped. So it's going to have a whole new look pretty soon. (laughs) New year, new look. And uh, that is it. Thank you so much for joining me today. And in the meantime, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.
0: You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk
1: Radio.